Queerness is not a monolith. We are but a small representation of our fabulous community. Thoughts expressed in this podcast are meant to inform, entertain, and provide context in a world full of sound bites and chaotic headlines. The goal? To create a safe space to educate ourselves and our community, learn from our guests, and provide comfort for those out there who may not have an outlet of queer expression. This is Queer Context. Hello and welcome to Queer Context, a podcast where two queer Texans talk queer shit about queer topics and, yes, queer Texas. I'm here with my co-host. He's refreshed. You did so well. <laughs> rejuvenated. Mm-hmm. I don't know about refreshed yet or rejuvenated. And ready to raise a ruck ass. Oh, I'm raising a ruckus for sure. It's Tyler. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Uh, and I <laughs> am here with. I don't. I, I I need one. I don't have one. It is. I'm just too much for words. You are too much for words. The only thing I would go for is you're the shishito pepper to my sushi dinner. Oh my god! <laughs> you do realize that every podcast, I'm I'm the something to your something. <laughs> The food, right? Isn't that yeah. what we were doing? I thought that we, that's what you do it too, don't you? Yeah, you know. You're always like, he's the whatever to my whatever. Yeah, yeah. That one you didn't. I didn't no. realize you were doing it when you were doing it. <laughs> okay. Hey, buddy. Hi, honey. Oh my god. Good we're to see you on the other side of pride. On the other side of pride, it really does feel like we're now new people, or or yeah. the people we were in January. Well, it's like I'm not as tired. Like, I'm still kind of tired, but I have new energy. Mm-hmm. Like, that festival gave energy. That gave you life. That gave me life. Well, also, it was a kick-ass festival. Yeah. And so, we're still riding off that energy. Oh, yeah. I'm going to ride that energy until it wears out. That's right. <laughs> that is right. Until it goes all limp. Mm. <laughs> uh... <laughs> So, God, literally, it does feel like we are now. The weight off my shoulders is is gone. Yeah, I mean, there are other things that are happening in my life that contribute to this, but literally, oh my, no, the, I mean, literally, the world, my the job world is still doing what the world does. Yeah, but that baby that we were carrying up that hill, it's, um. We got that baby up that hill where it needed to be, mm-hmm. where everybody could love it. Yep. And I really think people really love it. I, I do. Th- I do, too. I do, too. I loved seeing all of these queer people out in Fort Worth and allies and the queer kids mm-hmm. and some of the people who were like, yeah, we'll see it when you do it. Literally, their faces. That part was pretty satisfying. Literally, their faces. Yeah. Um, and especially when some of them ran up to give people money to give the queens money. Yeah. You know, at the end. But we'll get to that. Yeah. Well, okay. We've just already launched into our feelings. For the folks that don't know, go ahead. Let's kind of explain. Yeah. Um, that you know. So I am the president of Trinity Pride. Uh, you are the event producer, uh, event as, manager. As I, what, what's the title? What title? We were very flexible with titles this year. Well, also, <laughs> I mean, also, uh, it's something that I we talked about, kind of my role. So the last two years, when we were doing the uh, virtual prides for the pandemic, I, I I edited it. I produced the virtual. You were producing the virtual pride, top to bottom. Right. Granted, it was it wasn't a festival, so it was it was it was a very focused job, and so you were. You did that whole thing. Right. So this year when we were talking about the world I wanted to take. Who's on my fingernail? Where did that come from? <laughs> what is that? What is that? I can't tell. Where did that come from? I can't from? tell. It's it on the like, yellow one. It looks like grease. Wow. 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 You you really are going flying into a post-pride. Yeah. I don't know where we're going. Yeah. <laughs> But um, but no. When we were talking about what my role would be this yes, year, yes, 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 yes. Um, you know, I made it very clear that I was like, okay, 
my circumstances are different now. I have a job now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had a job that first year, but I wasn't doing Bitch, anything. Bitch, I had a job in June. I was not prepared for right, that. Right, right, right. So my role was basically like, I will, I will support you, and take and things did, and friends. take things off your plate that I need to do. And if I need to be the kind of enforcer and like, no, Tyler, you cannot take that on. I will do that. You know, which I did yeah. a lot for you, like several times. Well, and there were multiple times that I asked you to take yeah. things. Yeah. Where I was like, I, I can't do this. Yeah. Um, um, and it was just, and also just because of my event background, event knowledge, just whenever I needed to pinch in, like I could. Yeah. And then on the actual day, it's so funny because this didn't actually happen, but I said, like, on the actual day, I'll run the event for you. Like, that <laughs> I can do. Lady, there are so, the list of things that we said would they, happen. Yes. And gentlemen. It's very long. Yes. Um, I did not run the damn event. Tyler <laughs> ran the damn event, as he should, as he should. In fact, when we were on Friday, the, on the day before the event, when we were doing a rapid fire kind of like, what? Are, okay, what? What's left? What are these things? And, and even that rapid fire was pretty chill. Yeah, so much tied up in a bow. Yeah, and at one point, I ask a question about something or other, and you're like, "Yeah, well, this, 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 and this," and I go, "Oh," and you're just like. You're not used to not knowing everything, about something, are you? And I'm like, no, but in this instance, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay yeah. with that. But also you... I had a plan. You ran this in a way that I would. And the way you were doing things and the way that you started becoming comfortable delegating and being like, okay, I I need help with this. Mm-hmm. And, and you would bring me in. So... It was it was it was kind of how I would do things, and so I felt very comfortable. And then I and we were on on the same wavelength. So I was just like, no, well, Tyler, we talk all day. So uh, that's true. Like- but like you had this down, and I was just so proud of you, so impressed by you. And thank you, friend. That makes yeah. me feel good. And also just like you have had a vision of this now for three years mm-hmm. since. Trinity Pride 2019 ended. Yeah. And I mean, it, honestly, it's been a vision. I mean, more than three. It's been a vision since 2016. The The vision to pull it off, we pulled it off in 2019, but we didn't get to realize what we wanted to be until now. Mm-hmm. Because we got we pulled off 2019 and then it was like pandemic. Mm-hmm. You pull off this cool thing, you don't get to do it the way you want to. And then it was pivot, pivot. And now it's like we're seeing the fruition of what we want it to be especially with the that direct the, with the resource page um but no we 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 were talking because we have been in the thick of it mm-hmm. because you know we're key planners day of um the key managers were like you me tony diaz and renee Krishner. um but we like you were talking about delegating there is no way that it would have been this we would have pulled it off it would have happened, but there's no way that it would have been this detailed and this enjoyable, even from a production standpoint, if we didn't have all of the committees mm-hmm. and all of the community people working on it. Right. When I was like, you know, we've wanted this directory for years. You know what we can't do? Or at least what one person can't do? Build a festival and build a directory. Yeah. a web- uh, for On our website. Yeah. Yeah. That website is our biggest give back. And that was that was the product of a committee of people working to get the resources for the directory mm-hmm. and then a web developer in town volunteering their time yeah. to pull in that whole thing together. And so I'm just we're just we're just it was so it was just we were just in the thick of it, girl. Like mm-hmm. we did that. So the week before <laughs> So the week before, take me back a week before the event. Uh-huh. We're freaking out. Like we are having I was shitting my pants. We are having a I had I had two panic attacks the two weeks before and the pressure in my chest had returned. <laughs> and I was like, oh no, yeah. this we need to find some solution. Uh-huh. Solutions. Uh-huh. So we ended up having it was it was your idea. Mm-hmm. Um two like what? Four hour work sessions? Two two hour work nights. Okay. 
They were two yep. hour nights. I asked people. Oh, or no, three, six to nine. Uh, yeah, three hours. So six yeah. hours. Um, we did yeah. a Wednesday and Thursday. Yeah. The week before the event mm-hmm. where various committee members like. Well, and that's listen, that was what showed up. what I've loved about our whole journey with this with the committee members is we have simply asked people to contribute what they want mm-hmm. and use their skill set that they have or a skill set that they don't have. But if they want to contribute, this is where we need it. Mm-hmm. And so those two nights were not the same as saying like, hey, can you serve on the directory committee? Those two nights were at that moment, I was feeling like we had so many loose ends that I know I couldn't tie it by myself. And I also knew that they were loose ends, but they like we were close because we hadn't put it all together yet. Everybody had been working on their separate aspects of it. You were working on separate pieces. Tony was working on separate pieces. Each committee had separate pieces. And we hadn't plugged them all together yet into one big picture. That's where the anxiety was coming from. And so those two nights, we called all committees. Mm-hmm. And it was like all hands on deck. Bring your laptop to do work where this isn't going to be a discussion meeting. This isn't a discuss and then we'll deliver. Like we need to do work for these few hours. And everybody showed up eager to help in ways that were different than their committee. And by the time we got to the end of Thursday, we had kind of run out of tasks. Like we were like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's what we needed to then spend the next week being excited about the event. Well, we knew we had an event then. Yeah. Yeah. At that point, we knew we had the whole story. Yeah. We had we had the things set up in place. We knew what was happening during it. We knew how we needed to wrap it up. And anything else was going to pop up was just going to pop up because life happens. Yeah. Well, I if I didn't if I didn't have that Wednesday meeting because I had to work on Thursday. Mm-hmm. But if I didn't have that Wednesday meeting, I wouldn't have known all of the various elements to make that run of show and timeline for us for the day. Yeah. 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 To like literally pull in you, pull in Tony, pull in wandering roots, pulling in um, when cherry coffee is going to arrive with all of our merch. Yeah. You know, just all of that stuff. It In my head, everything was still swimming up in the air or flying up in the air. I, I mean, my my head too. That's why I was having panic attacks. Right, right. But literally, by the end of that Thursday, like I had reached. I I mean, I wasn't calm. I'm never really calm. Right. I'm trying to be calm constantly. But by the end of that Thursday, like there was no pain in my chest. Yeah. I did not feel panicky. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is what it looks like. This is what we're creating for people. Yeah. And then. And then what? Idaho. Yeah. And then Idaho, Patriot Front, yeah. decided to almost cause a riot at a Pride in Idaho. Yeah. And then we found out that seven of those members were from Tarrant County. Mm-hmm. And the lead guy, the leader of the group, lives in Grapevine. Mm-hmm. Very, 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 very close to home. It, for me... Something like went off in my head where I was. It was the first time since Pulse that I legitimately felt afraid of of, of being at Pride. Mm-hmm. And you were like, I mean, yes, you were afraid too, but you sure as hell were like, no, we have, we had been talking to the police already. No, it it and you, that, I went into full on protection mode. I went into full like, on teacher, father, protector. Right. I was like, oh, this is this is not this. I, I will I will feel fear and I will feel anxiety later. There's yeah. a priority here. Yeah, you were like, y'all. The things that I was, told you that could happen have happened somewhere else. With people from here, part of that instilling this. It was the. It was the. It was the. 
It was, I'm trying to find the right word because I don't want to use a certain word. Okay. <laughs> um, it was the uh, evidence that I needed mm-hmm. to explain to folks outside of our community how urgent and how immediate our safety was. was. Yeah. Um, and so once that hit, that was also, you know, because underneath all of this, underneath the stress of throwing an event, mm-hmm. <laughs> underneath the stress of being a professional homosexual, throwing events, yeah, who's bringing food, who's bringing drinks, who's right. bringing, who's performing, whatever. Um, the real world implications from the beginning. I mean, and then we we said this, we said this to the community. With our community, it's never a question of if there will be protesters. It's when and where, mm-hmm. and typically. They're easily handled, but we're living in a different time. Right. And that's not even for gay people. We're in, in a time where there's a mass shooting every day. Every we're day. living in a time where we are highly targeted, more so than we were last 2019. We had more security at our festival than we did in 2019. Um, it it was it was the evidence I needed to to kind of let people outside of our community understand, like, hey, this we we can't have this happen here. We need to keep people as safe as possible. And it's, and, you know, here's the reality. And this is where my, my teacher brain, my, my, my history brain comes into play is nothing ever exists in a vacuum. Mm-hmm. Everything has context. Exactly. There, nothing is ever influenced by one certain thing. When we were, when we were looking for security, you know, the discuss, you know, pride was born out of riots against about police, police brutality. Exactly. That's where pride was born out of. Um, that is a reality. And that is something that the community is trying to navigate now. How do we celebrate pride? How do we celebrate this freedom? How do we continue this fight that we have to continue now because of where we're at and yeah. what's happening? Yeah. Um, uh, how are we doing that? And what does that look like with our relationship with police today? So the other thing that also exists and is in a reality in this time, besides our origin story, is the reality of the shootings that are happening every day. Mm-hmm. Us living in Texas, yeah. which is, I mean, to quote <laughs> Miss Congeniality and Candace Ber- Bergen. Yep. Everyone in Texas has a gun. Everyone. My gardener has a gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, these are all realities that are existing at once. And so when it came time to the priority of keeping our community safe, we needed, we needed the help and the assistance to be there as close as possible. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't have 10 or 15 minutes to spare. Right. And what's funny is when we had that meeting, they said the help and they were like, so we're the help. And I'm like, you're not the help. (laughs) I'm speaking metaphorically as in like, you know, Mr. Rogers, look for the helpers, look for people who are going to improve right. the situation. Right. It did. I, in that particular meeting, <laughs> when you when that when that know, when that particular thing happened choice. and um, it did bring a little levity. I'm glad it did bring a little levity to the meeting. Everyone was joshing with you. It was just I know I can be so intense. I'm but, very intense. But I mean, the point was. The point was taken, but I mean, even they they understood the point. They did. like they understood the point. They did. Um, and I, again, I also have like a very conflicted relationship with the police uh, in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but I felt that while we were meeting with them, especially the four or five days beforehand, I really did feel that they were listening to us. And they were just like, okay, we have this, this, this. Like, yes. I, 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 is there, is now, is there education that still needs to happen? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely. But they, they, Idaho gave me the evidence I needed mm-hmm. to really express to them the urgency for the safety for our community. And they delivered. Yeah. And even if that was um, us saying that and that keeping protesters away, the uh, plans that they had in place 
to keep us safe. Mm-hmm. Um, my thing was just I needed a plan. Yeah. I did. I I needed evidence of a plan. I I and I think that's what a lot of people are asking for is not just saying, "Oh, we'll trust you to do it," mm-hmm. you know, and call it being the professional homosexual, the perfectionist, the control freak, the teacher, whatever. I'm not okay with just, "Oh, we have a plan." Right. No, but like any good event manager will tell you, you have to have a contingency plan for anything that will happen at your event. Exactly. If your event rains, if your event if it yeah. rains during your event, where are people going to go? Yeah. If there's lightning, you're on a field with trees. Yeah. And uh, you know, metal. Yeah. Where are people going to go? You know. They um, it's the same thing. It it is the reality that we live in now. What is your, you know, active shooter routine? Yeah, like no you know, plan. Listen, and as an educator, listen, it's a right like that's the thing is all of these things. As an educator, I'm like, I'm going through these these um what are they called? Drills. Yeah. Active shooter drills. With kids. Yeah. That's what we needed. Yeah. It wasn't just, oh, hey, we need security. We need a couple of people to patrol the place. No, we need a level of preparedness. Yeah. That there is no question of when it happens. We need to know what the response is going to be and be as prepared as we can be. Exactly. I mean, you, know, you have. Nothing is finite. You can't you can't plan for 100 percent. But to have plans in place for 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 the evils that we know. Right. We have fascist churches going to city council meetings and ex- and being on TikTok saying that, yeah, you know, queer people should be killed. So, yeah. But. But we had that meeting. No, that, we had that, that meeting that we came out that knowing you after Idaho being there at the event, understanding that we had multiple departments focused on our safety and were working with us. Mm-hmm. Um, that gave me gave me the confidence to move into the festival and that we were going to have a safe space. Could we plan for everything? Absolutely not. Were we prepared for something to happen? Yes, yes, we were. Thankfully, nothing happened. Yeah. And we were able to then focus on the things that we were supposed to. The fact that we had protesters and 90% of the people didn't know it. Mm-hmm. That is the win to me. Yeah. The fact that in this state, with the churches in this county that you know about, that yeah. we that you were at the meeting, yeah. that, that we have, with all the things we are facing from the Supreme Court down... For us to have created a space where queer folks were able to have a space to celebrate each other, to celebrate their loves, to celebrate their families, to celebrate our community free from that, that's the gift. Yeah. That's that's the goal. And that 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 that's good. <laughs> and celebrate I'm just, they, I'm, did. Yeah, they did. They did. And celebrate they did. Um, <laughs> that, that, those couple of days beforehand, I, I told you this, I was like, look, for me, how I know that I'm ready is if on the night before the event, I can go home or I can go out to eat, have a nice meal and a glass of wine and just be like, I'm ready. I'm ready. And we did. We We did. We went to Mariachi's. Yeah. Sorry, for a second, I was like, what did we do? No. (laughs) We went. We did. We went to Target. Yes. Picked up a couple, picked up sunscreen because it was. I had us booked for the whole afternoon. Like, I was like, oh, we're going to have so many things to do. Uh And then we went and got all the essentials for like the volunteers and stuff. And Uh I was like, and then we were, it was like four o'clock. And you were like, well, should we go get a drink? Yeah, I think yeah. we should go get some dinner. Let's go get some food and get a drink. Yeah, and that's what we did. Mm-hmm. And we were, I mean, and we were just kind of like, all right, let's let's kind of just go through this. But like, we know it. Yeah, we know it. Everything is just kind of there. And we got there Saturday morning. Yeah, Saturday morning. Um... <laughs> Listen. I'm nothing if not consistent, bitch. <laughs> because I know I told you. 7.30. 7.30. Oh, and I woke up <laughs> at 7 going like, fine, I can just, I'll just jump in the shower 
And then I was like, he's not going to get there at 730. <laughs> Tony even had me for an 8 a.m. arrival. And I told and I told you, I was like, I'm going to be there at 730. But girl, you know, she just she's a time optimist. <laughs> I always think I have more time than I do. And by the time I'd gotten my lavender green tea matcha, uh, it was 830. <laughs> yeah, there was. Um, I also kept waking up throughout the night. So I was just like anxiety. Okay. Maybe. But I mean, I wasn't like you have you've been waking up. In the I, I, I do. I, I, I have very bad sleeping patterns nowadays. Um. But I was just like, no, seven, seven, seven. And yeah, uh, yeah no, I just got my stuff together. And um, I did, I mean, just to harken back to just all the talk about Idaho and the police. Uh, my mom wasn't awake yet, but I'm, I'm, I, because it was still in the back of my head, I wanted to make a very clear and deliberate exit saying, you know, goodbye to my parents, telling them I love them. Yeah. I mean, like, in my head, I'm like, everything's going to be fine. But just in case. But also, that's the world we live in right now. But also, but just it was case. an emotional day regardless. Yeah. And it's a it was a big day for you. I mean, it's a big day for everybody. But for those of us who have been putting time and energy and carrying this, it was an emotional day for you. And for you to be able to, you know, one, get acknowledgement from your family. Mm -hmm. I love you. This is where I'm going today. You know, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you took that time. Yeah. My dad made me eggs, made some mega waffles. Ah, I, I love that. <laughs> I ate breakfast. I love and that then, someone made you breakfast before the festival. And then That's I was fabulous. like, all right, going to work. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, I did not, I did not get a Red Bull because I was, I was worried. It was going to be so fucking hot. It was like the last thing I, I wanted was to like, the Red Bull. Right? And I didn't put that together. As soon as you walked up and told me, because honestly, it gave me a little bit of anxiety <laughs> when you told me you didn't have a Red Bull. <laughs> but, but, but You were but, like, yeah, I haven't had a Red Bull. And I was like, girl, what are you doing? Because I, I, like, I had started hydrating. I had a liquid I IV. know, but I was like, girl, stay the course. Don't bring in unknown factors. <laughs> no. You not having a Red Bull is an unknown factor. <laughs> You were like, why would you do that? I'm like, I don't why know. would you do that? I, I, I'm trying I realized to wean my tone myself. changed a little bit when you told me that. I'm trying to wean myself off of it. You want to do that today? I did say that. <laughs> of all days, of you all chose days? today. Today? Now, today you're going cold turkey, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a moment. That was a moment. And it was while I went to go get my Red Bull that I passed by the Zionist church that had yeah. Set up across the street. They were already. just preaching, though. They weren't targeting preaching. us. They were, were just preaching. sharing sharing the good word. Pre the pre preaching hate. I didn't know what they were saying. I, I couldn't, we couldn't hear them. They were across the street. They were not our problem. Yeah. Um, the, the thing about setup, and, you know, sometimes you feel bad when volunteers sit around doing nothing. But at the same time, sometimes I think that's a good sign. Well, they didn't do nothing. I mean, like, they put the signs up that we needed. Mm -hmm. They built the signs that we needed, the ones that needed to be put together and everything. They, um, they, they were, they got, they were every, they the, did everything the, the, we yeah. needed. But once we got it done, like, we were, they were just chilling. Right. So we had to wait until the food trucks were arriving so they can place, you know, help place them, move cones. I yeah. was determined going into this not to freak out. Yeah. I was determined once we had those meetings and realized what well, we, we saw the beginning to end, I realized that I, I really did not want anything to, I didn't want something to disrupt the joy of the day if we could help it. Right. And so when things weren't working, you know, there were QR codes that weren't working. Mm -hmm. There were food truck situations that needed to be fixed. Mm -hmm. We, we're there long enough. We had enough hands there. We started our day early that when 11 o'clock something went wrong, I'm like, cool, we have four hours to fix it. Right. And I bet if we talk to the people involved in a calm manner, mm -hmm. I bet we can solve it in four hours. But also, none of these problems were anything that were emergencies. No. And because I mean, well, listen, 
the the whole QR code that was an emergency well, in I'm, my head. I was just playing it real cool, right? And well, it sorted I, itself out because of killer team members, right? Well, also, I mean, that was the that's the give back the the website with the re, I with want the, that needed to work with the resource directory that needed to be shout out to Cynthia and Connor mm-hmm. for fucking right. handling that shit, right? So, can you take me back because I was not. I, I hadn't moved back yet for your 2019 festival. Mm-hmm. Can you take me back and maybe compare the two in terms of like what your setup was like? I mean, like setup for was, the day. I mean, just well, like, okay, what? well, first of all, it was smaller. Mm-hmm. We did not have wandering routes through the market. We did not have the cooling tent in the back parking lot of one safe place. It was all contained to the green. Mm-hmm. And now you're asking me memory questions and you know, I'm a forgetful bitch. And I'm going to forget pieces of this. And Tony's going to have to remind me. Right. No, well, just, I mean, just the but general we vibe. Had, I mean, we had the green. We had the stage. We had one row of vendors mm-hmm. of uh, folks selling things, different products and stuff. Um, we had food trucks. And we did not have tents along the back. And, and did you have volunteers helping you set up? We did. So um, the reason I'm asking is because I kept hearing Tony being like, oh, my God, and and both you and Tony at different times saying in 2019, oh, my God, we're not running around like we were. We well, yeah, we we didn't. We didn't start as I mean, we we started early. I mean, I think we started in. March. But I mean, that was starting from. Like scratch Mm -hmm. like March was scratch and then you know introducing Tony to who we were Mm -hmm. and then getting Tony on board and then it was just building out from there and Mm -hmm. so it was a scramble from the beginning because it was from scratch we didn't know what we were doing Mm -hmm. it was one thing at a time Tony killed that shit the first year Mm -hmm. there were so many people that raved about how that festival seemed like it had been running for years and Tony Tony from PCX events yes. was our our, our technical director, handle, technical director, logistics pr- manager, logistics. Like I said, permits. titles were flexible this year. Right, right. <laughs> you know, handles the permits, handles all the vendors. Yeah. You know, uh, vendors, tents, just all of that stuff. Um, the stage, everything like that. Um, so that first year, we were scrambling for sure. Mm-hmm. Like it was like we were going over it over and over again, and we would always find something else, and um, it was a lot of like. Instead of like pulling people in at the last minute who'd been working on the festival the whole time, it was calling people at the last minute to complete a whole project in like a week Mm -hmm. that we needed. Mm -hmm. Um, And then day of that first year, um, I didn't have an MC. It was just something that I didn't know that I needed to get. Mm -hmm. And I had no intention of emceeing, but I didn't get one. So I was trying to emcee the event at the top of every hour while managing the event. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a wild look for me. <laughs> that was ridiculous. I can only imagine, you know, me running up on stage frantic because I've been working it and then getting on a microphone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And so that was a lesson from the first year where it's like, we absolutely need an MC mm-hmm. um, because I want to be able to be managing the event yeah. and meeting folks yeah, and seeing, you know, who's coming out and making sure everybody's taken care of. I mean, that's, that's what I was, that's what my day was, Yeah, was, you know, if, if, you know, people would, uh, uh, the first part of the day setup was okay, you know, this is going on with the QR code or this is going on with the food truck. What's our solution? What do we want to do? Cool, fix that. Once the event started, it was making sure everybody had what they needed. Yeah. You know, doing regular checks of the food truck. Yeah. Of the DJs, yeah. of the acts, um, and then the, the the spectators. Yep. You know, making sure that, you know, nobody looked like they were falling out. Nobody yep. was getting too hot. Making sure all the kids had what they needed. Mm-hmm. No babies were running around without water in their hand. Yeah. So while all this is happening, like I realized like that morning, like on the day, I'm like, oh, my job is to be that. It's My job is to be like my David, um, like or like the m- David is like my former coordinator at the center. Yeah. And my oh, my God, look at look at her. Look at her. Ah, 
<laughs> Sorry, um, Robin from Corks and Cowtown, our podcast, where we were guests and her podcast just poked her head in. Our recording neighbor. Our recording neighbor. Uh, but I realized my job was to be your your backup. Not not to be like, you know, not to get in your way because it's like I know what I needed for an event. Yeah. It's like if I'm doing all of that, it's just like Well And, and it's just to turn to someone and be like and there were a couple teams, times that you did come up to me and I did directly give you something. Absolutely. Like there were some times when you were like, like I think it's Absolutely, when we went, when got food, you were like, I have a moment. How are you doing? And I was like, I've waited too long to eat. Yeah. You know, but then there were other times where I was like, I need you to do this. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I was just like, great. Yeah. I'm on it. Yeah. But like, I know that because that is, that is what I needed when I was doing, you know, my events. How was it? Oh, <laughs> was it nice or was it like, did you have kind of a little like, well, I wanted to, I would have done it this way or like. I didn't have an, I wanted to do it this way feeling. Yeah. I had the, I miss this. Yeah. And I didn't think I was going to have that because since I've moved back and since the pandemic, having all this free time, I'm like, oh, I'm not stressed. I don't have event stomach anymore. Blah, 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 blah. And this is definitely that time that that real first time where i was yeah. like i miss this yeah. i miss and it was because it was a gay event a, a queer event it was so doing something for a community what did you miss about it doing something for the community okay yeah providing a good time for the community yeah. that's what i did in new york yeah. that was like that was my job i got love garden party i was wondering what I was, that's what i thought you were gonna say uh, that's what it's the service, and then for me, it's like that feeling. That was the thing that all week I was just on. I was like, "Yo, we're because you know I'm a feelings bitch. I'm you know yeah emotional as hell." And I was like, you know, that first event was so beautiful, and it was such a cool feeling, but it was such a unique mm -hmm. space. And this was only the second time we were gonna get to recreate the yeah. space. And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like this is another opportunity for our community to see each other. Mm -hmm. For us to have that emotion of celebrating mm -hmm. together. Um, I I liken your experience with Trinity Pride, like doing it and then wanting to perfect it again with my experience doing Garden Party for the Center, mm -hmm. which was their Pride event. It's a, like that food tasting event on the pier. Yeah. Um, my first year, I did it. It's the only event that made me cry because it was, it was so big and... While there were people like staff members who had worked the event, everyone had worked different angles of it. Yeah. And and my my boss, Jeff Klein, he was like, it's 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 a lot. Um, and I got through it. And when I realized the event and saw it, I was like, oh, this is I. I, I You're like, I can go with this. I can go with this. Yeah. I can do it. And the next year. I, I ended up getting. Uh, hiring a food coordinator along with my technical director and the three of us we had this amazing event plan and half you can out see it exactly it's now like you have this dream and you have this like vision and you're like listen all it takes is us communicating about right it. like if we connect the right yeah. dots we can create really beautiful things we had 40 restaurants with you know tasting samples ready to go yeah. the entire pier and then a half hour before the event begins a monsoon well it wasn't a real monsoon but like a thunderstorm comes and literally rips the pier apart the second time you've done that? the second time i did it like we didn't even we we canceled the event before it even started uh -huh. and i have a video still on my phone of just i'm underneath at a different pier in the parking structure of a different pier watching the pier pier 86 completely being drowned out and then the following year we did it again and then an hour before the event it rained and so we had to clear everyone out again i did not do garden party the garden party i wanted uh -huh. in my head until 2019 which was world pride so what was that four years after you had started doing so i started yeah garden party 26 so three years yeah. 2016 and then to actually really do Garden Party the way I wanted to in my head, mm -hmm. 2019, I already knew I was leaving. Yeah. I already knew I was going to move back. Um, but you got to see it. But I got to see it. I got to do it. And then the Monday before Trinity Pride Fest this mm -hmm. year, Garden 
my uh, the, the the guy that replaced me took over my job. He finally got to do Garden Party. Yeah, finally, because um, he didn't get to do it during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And I was watching on the Insta stories, and so I had that coming where I was like, ah, oh, like Garden Party, like that. That was being able yeah. to do that pride thing. Um, and so when we finally when we got to do this, I I recognized that like on event day i'm like this is tyler's garden party oh very much and you know i i'm glad to be along for the ride because like i've said many times already you have given me more so than the two jobs that i have worked here you have given me the opportunity to show this community what i can do as an event producer just by working with you on trinity pride um and that is something that i appreciate and that is something that I have moving back here. I've never felt more myself than when I am working, doing Trinity pride stuff with you mm-hmm. and thinking through these events and figuring out what we were going to do, what we were doing the past two years, virtual, you know, pride. Friends, so, stop it. Um, you know, yeah, yeah. I missed it. Sure. I missed it. But also I recognized while it was happening I was like, this is this is his garden party. But I'm, I'm not but I'm really touched that you get to express yourself like that. And you've gotten to sh- you really have. That's the thing is you have been able to show our community what you can do. But I'm like, that's what I want. Mm-hmm. Like our designer this year, Cynthia De La Torre. Oh, Cynthia De La Torre blew it out of the water. The fact that they like and they're. They're professional award-winning in their own right with their company, but our little circle got to see them do the damn thing. Started with the poster, mm-hmm. went with the social media stuff, the merch. The merch is I, I Cynthia De La Torre is why our merch sell, sold. Absolutely, absolutely. We had a. I, so they did their thing. We didn't even say that. Um, the event technically started on Friday. Oh yeah. Because we had a pop-up pride shop at Cherry Coffee. Yeah. To pre-sale, pre-sell our merchandise so that we people could wear it on Saturday. Yeah. And it that- looked so good. I loved seeing people wearing the shirts. And the color scheme was on right. Yeah. So like just having people in those shirts set like the vibe was looking right. Mm-hmm. Um the artists, like the 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 wandering roots, the vendors doing their thing. Mm-hmm. DJ CP and the cooling tent, the art, the music artists from Arlington and Fort Worth, all of them up there. We had it's, it was we had a great lineup: Avery Burke, Creator Jewels, Yasmin, Big Shug, and those queens. The final moment, the the finale was the moment. For me, it was uh, the whole day was the moment. I had so many loving moments with people throughout the day that were just putting sh- shedding love on me, give it, letting me shed love on them for them to be able to just be present and be so happy. But oh that that finale, that finale drove it home for yeah. me. That that emotion, that emotion in that finale was that was our that was what we wanted. Yeah. That was the climax. We wanted to drive to that emotion, that feeling of togetherness, that feeling of celebration. That and it was from the heart. Mm-hmm. We Sorry. have said from the very beginning that we weren't trying to create the next big pride. Exactly. That's not what we're trying to do. Yeah. We were trying to cultivate a Fort Worth experience. We wanted something that fed our queer community mm-hmm. and featured our community. You know, that finale moment, like bringing Kyle, Kyle, and again, it was let, I fully pulled the, I tried to be the white man getting out of the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Kylie, our MC, took over that last hour. Yeah. They got the girls, they got the numbers together, and they fucking delivered. Oh. The place they took us was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, from top to bottom. Yeah. The uh, the peak moments for me, uh, when you believe. Yeah. 
That moment, I was dying. Kylie opening with the Mariah Carey numbers. The two times I cried. Whitney. Whitney. Or Mariah Carey. Again, <laughs> when you believe. I've when you believe. tequila. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. But when she led with the Whitney numbers, uh, there's two times. The whole thing was emotional for me. But And I was on my feet, in case you didn't see my Instagram, bouncing the whole time mm-hmm. screaming. Um, that's when I found you. Because I was like, bitch, we did all this work. Yeah. We're going to enjoy this moment well, together. Also, I had a moment right as the finale was starting where I couldn't find you. Yeah. And also, like... My boyfriend had COVID, yeah. so oh, I so hated that. He had been he, he he wasn't there, and I just very much was like, okay, I'm gonna sit down because again, we had talked about this, and this is where we had decided this finale was going to go. And I was just like, I'm just gonna sit down here, and I I I got a little emotional because I was just like, this is the first in person pride that I've been to since moving back, and so I didn't have any of my like any of my New York friends, yeah. like the people I'd spend pride with. And, and I was also exhausted. Yeah. I mean, I was that point, so tired. We've been out in that fucking heat for like 10 hours yeah. at that point. And then Kylie finished her first number, mm-hmm. like the first number. I want to go because I really needed to pee. And that's when I tried to find you. I'm like, where did he go? Yeah. And then I came back and Carrie was just like, Tyler's looking for you. We're, and I could see you as you were like, kind of storming off i was storming i was finding you i was like because you i had seen you in front of me and i was like oh we need to be together for this and then i was like i'm gonna go get roger and then you went to the bathroom i guess and i was just storming around yeah just like where's roger have you seen roger i do remember like tyler and you turned around and you were like come over here this is what we worked for we worked for this we're gonna watch this together and you like grab my hand and you like take me away and then and jada was there Yeah, she walked up right in the nine o'clock hour. The kiddos were there. Yeah. Everybody was there. But the two times, like the whole thing, the emotion was right. The two times that really pulled me to tears were when uh, Kylie came out into the audience the very first time Mm -hmm. and that the audience lit up. Yeah. Like we, she was already taking us there with Whitney's emotional numbers and, and that that was right at the end of her first. Uh, no, right at the end of her her set because she did a yeah she did the intro the first she did, set. A, she did like a lengthy um, intro yeah. So the first time she went to the crowd, and then I got my whole life when Barbie brought Erica Badu. Mm-hmm. Me and Jada got our life because we saw Erica Badu perform in the springtime in L.A. Okay, yeah, and so. I didn't know Barbie was doing Erica Badu, and when she started with on and on, I lost my mind and i mean it was everything i wanted and i didn't even have to ask for it and the look was right (laughs) oh together the look together together. so we had kylie o'hara fatale doing starting with whitney Uh she then brought out uh zamora lee evans yeah who did uh burlesque with the fringe girl and then barbie brought Uh, barbie brought out erica then yeah and then Saf- Salem. Oh, Sapphire. Oh, Sapphire. No, wait. It was Samora Sapphire. Yes. Sapphire Davenport. Bitch, that entrance? She comes out just in full uh. on ruffles. A ruffle ru- with like these ruffle. horns. Ruffle? I thought she was in French too. Uh, ruffles or tulle or something. But it was all in the... Oh, uh, that was the crown. That was the horn look. Yes. Bitch. Yes. And was did the fight song. That wasn't the entrance. That was the horn look. The yes. entrance comes later. And then after then after the... Um, she finishes fight song, pulls, like, takes off the ruffle robe, and it's the the leather bodysuit. But it's so many fucking moments in, in this. I love it. It's in the trans color. And then she's doing the remix of Finally. Yeah. And then after, then it's Barbie. Barbie came out with Badu. Uh-huh. And then Sailor Moon. Okay. So, so Barbie Duport. Barbie, Barbie Dupree. Davenport Dupree. Yes. There we go. Uh, and then Sailor Moon comes out, does her, sings live. Yeah, girl. Her wailed. song. Her song. Fucking wailed on that microphone. Paper cut. Ugh. And then does the full on. Light up your, light up your cell phones. Light up your cell when phones. The, when <laughs> she got the. The audience, and at that point, you know. So, uh, for people who weren't there, the sun was so hot, the green people weren't sitting out there. And then, as the sun went down, as the shade creeped across the lawn, people just 
literally as the, the sun was moving, following like the shade, following and filling in where the shade was until the entire lawn was just packed with folks. And when she got the lights up, mm-hmm. I broke down fully. Jada had the camera out. Jada was catching like all the lights and catching the moment. Uh-huh. And she turns the camera to me and I'm like, look away. <laughs> like yeah. I am ugly crying. I don't know what's happening. Uh-huh. Please do not film me. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that moment. And then when they went into the finale and they led with when you believe, like oh, I yeah. was, I got my whole life. Kylie and Barbie came out. Did, and I will one such a great song. People were just living for it. Yes. And you're like, okay, great. And then there's no stopping. No. There's no stopping. Right as soon as that um, track ends, track ends, you start hearing the bass from Gloria Stefan's mm-hmm. I Just Want to Be Happy. And Sapphire tumbles out onto the stage. In a, in a yellow bodysuit with that's white. the fringe. Yes, that's the fringe. Yes, with the white boots, but tumbles out into a split. Bitch and just starts like dancing the house down to Gloria Stefan's song. She gave it to her. The crowd. That's when the crowd started going crazy, going crazy, and standing up. Mm-hmm. And then it leads into Salem coming in, doing that first bit of "You Can't Stop the Beat." All of them come out. And for me, the moment where I was like, this is why we did it, is when all five queens got off the stage, like literally from the front, and start going out into the crowd. And everyone is just loving it. Um, And we're not even talking about the fact that during this show, people are running up and giving them tips, and kids... I didn't realize how many kids were out there and with everything right now that is that the community is going through and poor drag queens are now being dragged into it, you know, with potential laws outlawing that, that kids are out there like literally going and give them dollar bills, Mm -hmm. you know, and just waving to them and, but just when they came out into the crowd and the crowd was just at this point up, you know, yeah, dancing. I along saw to one little video of this little girl who was like, couldn't have been older than three, maybe four. And she was like dancing when Kylie was singing Whitney and you could see her like dancing and then get caught in the moment and just throw both hands over her head. Cause she was just overwhelmed with like how powerful and yeah. how emotional it was. Like, it was just that was that you're right. That was the emotion. That was what we were going for. Yeah. And the the way the, the queen, like you said, at that finale when they went into the crowd, pulled the crowd in, and then when it was over, they just they sat on the stage and took pictures with all these babies that wanted to take pictures with them. Yeah. Um I was beside myself. And I also love that we gave Oh, that that sounds weird. But also love that these queens had an opportunity to be able to do something that wasn't just like a bar night. That was that was just like, you know what? No, literally, you have an hour put together a show. That's what and that's we were. Well, we weren't trying to do a bar night. Yeah, we were trying to do something bigger than that. Yeah, we're trying to do something bigger. Pride is bigger than. One bar, one organization, one part of the community, you know, like mm-hmm. it's 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 bigger than that. Yeah, and I, I I really think that we were able to give in that moment in that finale, like we were able to make people feel belong, like they belong, mm-hmm. and they were part of the community and make them feel like they were together. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. mm. I am so very proud of you. Thank you, Ken. Because you, this is something that you want to do for the community. Mm-hmm. And that you are doing for the community. And there are still people that are giving you shit for it. Mm-hmm. But there are so many more people 
that understand that what are you are doing from it and that are benefiting from it. And all those people that are giving you shit, their reach is not as far as they think it is. Your reach is much bigger. And what you have done is you have brought in the city of Fort Worth to this thing, to this actual like pride. Like pride is Trinity Pride in in, in the city of Fort Worth. Yeah. You made you made it very clear on Saturday. And I know that it's not something that you are like, this is not about you. I know you. So I've I know that you're not doing this for yourself for any kind of clout. You but it was made very clear on Saturday that Trinity Pride is Fort Worth's pride. Mm-hmm. And so many and so many more people now know. Yeah. There were there were a lot of people that and I have to give credit to a lot of the sponsors too that hadn't even seen it. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, but trusted us with it. Mm-hmm. Um and the fact that, you know, so many people heard about the first one and we've had these two virtual years and we've had that kind of, you know, name recognition now, which is cute, but so many people haven't gotten to really experience it. And then I even had that moment that we always have. Was it Friday? Maybe I think, or was it, it was when we ran home. It was during our break when I was like, let's sneak to the house and, re- and oh, like and change clothes and, 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 and jump in the fast. shower at yeah, least yeah, yeah. for four. Yeah. It was in there that I was like, we were in the truck and I was like, I hope people come to our party. You know, I'm so glad that people got to see it now. Mm-hmm. And they got to see like, this is what Fort Worth can look like. Yeah. This is what Fort Worth can be like. Yeah. There is support. We had all these prominent businesses in Fort Worth, prominent food trucks, prominent vendors, prominent businesses helping us get there. Fort Worth local businesses. Mm-hmm that want want this yeah they want to see it they want to see this inclusion they want to see this diversity they they want this type of moment in fort worth and a big thank you to them yeah because it would not have been that successful had it not been for their participation and their buy-in no and we need those endorsements and we've talked about how we need we need everybody yeah we can't do this alone you know, we need our allies. We need our people with the city. We need these different businesses that can help connect us mm-hmm. because, you know, queer people were the minority. And sometimes it takes a straight person to introduce us to queer resources in town. Yeah. And so we need everybody on board. And I just, this, this pride this year, this pride, the energy we created there was the energy we needed to keep going. Yeah. It was the energy we needed to establish ourselves. We shared those resource pages and to be able to help bring more people up Mm -hmm. and create more spaces, empower other queer collectives to do more things, empower other organizations to approach their events differently. Mm -hmm. Um, Because the desire is there. Mm -hmm. If you can, Open your mind up enough. Open it up enough. Create it from a space of wanting to really help and serve people. The desire is there. Yeah. In this community. And in, in the support for it is there yeah. too. I said it, I think, in our first episode. One of the pl- biggest surprises and most pleasant surprises about moving back is just realizing this kind of open and welcoming y'all means all Mm -hmm. thing about Fort Worth Mm -hmm. and the people here. And I think there's like a big future here. It's not without a fight. It is not without a fight. And it's, it's not without a fight. We, we, we got that day of celebration Mm -hmm. and it was the empower. It was empowering. 
It was an empowering moment and we need it. Mm-hmm. Just like we've said before, this is why we need gay pride. Yeah. This is why we need a gay pride month. Yeah. Because we need this time to rally, to empower ourselves, to strengthen ourselves, to see ourselves, to celebrate ourselves so that we're strong enough to go back into the world, back into this bullshit, and to be able to have the strength to work together to create the space we need. Yeah. Because the space is there, is here in Fort Worth, but mm-hmm. it's not without its fight. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people who kind of need to see who we are and see what we're really about. Yeah. What I hope people take from, if you're listening to this and, you know, if you're someone that doesn't know us and you just happen to find this podcast and you're listening to us and you've reached to this point in this episode and uh, you're in a place where, you know, if you don't have a pride in your place, you know, you can do it too. Because it's, and we've said this in the last episode, it's the small prides that matter. Like, you know, yes, New York pride's fun. Los Angeles pride is fun. I hear Denver Pride is fun, and I think we should do Denver Pride one year. I'd be done. Um, but the small prides, where, like, where people can't get to those things. Well, it's heartfelt. Yeah. I mean, even the people who in our community have seen Pride at all its stages, even when Pride is at one person's house. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a friend that showed me a picture of Pride in their hometown this year, which was at one person's house. Mm-hmm who hosted everybody queer in the community. Mm-hmm. And it's it, if we can just put aside our petty day-to-day differences mm-hmm. and our day-to-day bullshit to come together to be able to see each other and say, hey, we're in this together. I love you. You're beautiful. And we are better together. It There's room for it. We, we, have, to, we have to create that community. Yeah. With where the country is at, where the world is at right now, it's not going to be there naturally. We have to fight for it. Yeah. And we have to create it. We have to yeah. put work in to do it. Yeah. It's not just going to come to life on its own. Hmm. So. Girl. Girl. That's, this is the most, I mean, I feel like we kind of waited to talk about this, to talk about it on the episode. Um, but yeah. um, I thank you because for bringing me in. Yeah, girl. Um, it has been truly. Whenever, I mean, we've talked about constantly. Yeah. You know, it's been truly an amazing experience. And I'm so glad that this has been my kind of touchstone of the community and my kind of way to enter this this community. Um, it's been it's been really great. And I can't wait to do it again. Don't say that yet. Say that in like August. Give us a break. Yeah, but like <laughs> I can't. I mean, granted. Meanwhile, we've been talking about what we're gonna do next year for like, like the last two days. Yeah, I'm like the event, but yeah. that's the event. We've already been talking. Me. I mean, listen, I had plans for next year in like April this year. Oh yeah. Like by April, I was already like, oh, we're gonna do this next year. Yeah, we're gonna do this different. We're gonna do this better. We're yeah. gonna do this. We're gonna add this or yeah. work with this person or whatever. Yeah, we have. Um, but. I need some rest. <laughs> we need some Absolutely. rest. Yes. Everyone needs some rest. July is up. We are um, sleeping. And it's, and it's, we have a lot of work to do before next June. Yeah. Like there, things are getting very, very real for us, for our rights, for our country. We have to be active. Yeah. Past this. Yeah. We have to be active this month, right. next month, every month. Yeah. Until we're safe. Yeah. Um. Well, I know normally we end with a queer cultural touchstone. I feel like, you know, pride is its own queer cultural touchstone. I mean, so yeah, like I had a lot of touchstones on. Yeah. Saturday. Yeah. So if you don't know where pride comes from, I just say Google the Stonewall riots of 1969. Girl, uh, they've whittled it down to a children's book. At they this have point. whittled down to a children's book. So we had the children's book at the first, yeah, but, um, the first pride, you know, thank you. Thank so you, glad friend. that we uh, we have this. I'm so glad we get to do this together. Yeah, me too. And uh, and I'm glad we get to do this podcast together. Ah! 
which you can uh, follow on Apple and Spotify. Rate it. Leave us comments. Follow Trinity Pride, Pride FW at Trinity Pride FW. Check out the website. Mm-hmm. We are accepting donations constantly um, to help make our community better and provide more spaces and resources for our community. We're really, really, really proud of the resource page we just dropped, which includes, you know, our queer restaurants, our queer bars. Um, so if you're visiting Fort Worth, if you're in Dallas, you know, a, a whole nother state away. Um, and you feel like visiting Fort Worth, mm-hmm. come to our website. We'll run you down the places to go. It's real quick. Um, but it has restaurants and bars there. It has, if you live in Fort Worth, it has healthcare resources of LGBT inclusive understanding spaces. Um, most important one to me is the counseling page. Uh, we have four different counseling uh, collectives or centers that are eager and prepared to work with the LGBTQ community in Fort Worth. You don't have to travel to find it. Um, It is our number one ask of people asking for resources. They're asking for mental health resources to help them cope. (laughs) Being queer in any city, in this society, in this reality we're living in is a challenge. Uh, But in the world today, even more so the fact that we can provide some of those and the connection to that connect people to us. Our bottom line is we're trying to help people figure out who Trinity pride is so that we can connect more people in our community to their resources that are already waiting for them. Yeah. Um, So yeah. So Trinity pride FW um, website and Instagram. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, that's our queer cultural touch. That's our queer culture. Go touch our website. (laughs) (laughs) And you can follow us on Instagram on queer context. Q U E E R C O N T X T. Um, Happy pride, Tyler.